Super Speedway. Welcome to episode 284 of the Super Speedway Podcast, recorded Tuesday, June 27th, 2023. I'm your host, Eric Young, and I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, James Cush. Getting a little late start for us tonight, James. I hope you don't, we don't, you don't fall asleep on us, old man. Oh, well, I'm tired, but, <laughs> you know, it's uh, it, it's getting harder for me, man. You know, my, my brother turned 21. I'm struggling, but it's only nine o'clock here. So this is actually technically past my bedtime. Right. I was going to say, okay. yeah, just like the race was this weekend. <laughs> yeah, it was, but I stayed up for the race. So Mr. Mr. Complains about, or wants, wants weeknight races, but complains about a Sunday night race. Oh, I can't. Yeah. It's hard. <laughs> it's I get tired, you know? Yeah. yeah. Eric, if I didn't have something to complain about, I wouldn't be me. <laughs> I had my sleep schedule all screwed up this week, and I stayed up to like three thirty in the morning on Friday night. I don't what know what in the heck were you doing, dude. I have no idea, but it's taken me until yesterday to get it back. And I wake then. up, so I wake up. Uh, just not not every day. I'm not going to say I wake up every day. This, but I wake up at three fifty five, four o'clock. My so God. you and I may have <laughs> may have crossed the. Uh, the late night beam, I guess, with the uh, with the waking up schedule and going to bed. I I have I haven't seen three thirty in a while. Well, see, I've not seen three thirty from the back half, uh, probably ever. <laughs> it's oh, always man. from the front half. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, when I was in college, man, I, I, me and the boys would be playing video games and stuff, and it was it was you know watching the sun come up at times. And I don't know how I, thinking back on it now, it's probably probably why I'm so tired all the time anyway. <laughs> Few, I used it. I used it all up. A few years ago, I when I was working at Tri City, still I pulled an all nighter. When my mom and I went to Washington D.C., basically I drove to her house after Tri City. I was there for like two hours before we had to leave for the airport. And uh, yeah, that was. And then so then I went to D.C. and we went and toured around, saw a bunch of sites in D.C. And I think we were out until like nine, ten o'clock that night. And I've never been that freaking tired in my life. <laughs> my god yeah we're, we're too old for that eric we can't do that stuff so these late night races man <laughs> you know i i love the idea of a week you know i'd still love the idea of the weeknight race yeah but like a 300 miler yeah yeah i'm with I you still i still love it i that was the one that was the one good thing about COVID. i really enjoyed i enjoyed a couple races during the week and that they were weeknight races that was awesome yep <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we, we did do some racing this weekend, James. We had the off week. Everybody came back this week, including Noah Gregson, who returned this week. I came back. You came Thank back, you. yeah. And uh, heading on to Nashville. Uh, and guess who else is back, James? Ross Chastain oh, is back. I don't have a sound bite now. No, that's all right. Well, you know, Eric, this uh, this race, this win, it was, it was as sweet as a Georgia watermelon. Boy, I tell you. <laughs> I tell you what, Eric, I read my books. I trusted in the Lord. You know, there was a lot of people that got on me about this podcast, but I'm here, man. I'm ready to go. <laughs> I did it. I broke through. Just like Ross Chastain. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. He is, uh, he is, you know, God love him. He's, he's pretty funny on the microphone because I don't know if he knows where he's going. Yeah, he's like he's like uh, oh, it's not Ricky, it's not uh, it's not Will Ferrell, Ricky Bobby. 
No, it's uh, like Michael Scott. You know how oh, Michael yeah. Scott would get to talking and he didn't know, know where was, he was going? I don't know what was better, the Ross Chastain post-race interview or the Carson Hosevar one on Friday. Oh, Carson was really fired up. <laughs> that was good He's stuff. I mean, both, really of them, fired up. both of them finally got a win without wrecking somebody, so that was good. Yes, they did. <laughs> yes, they did. Not a problem with uh, with either of those. That was fantastic racing on both sides. So oh. the talk in the podcast this week is how, oh my gosh, Ross Chastain's back from, you know, he he really wasn't down because of what was said to him and blah, 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 blah. And I'm sorry, oh, guys. Oh, crap. Ross Chastain got a win, which is awesome. I mean, th- I will say one thing, James. This is the thing that you've been saying that Ross Chastain hasn't had. He yes. won a race. He dominated. I mean, essentially dominated a race. Yes, he did. He won it cleanly. Yep. It wasn't a fluke. So uh-huh. he finally got that thing that you said he hasn't had. He so he's does. on the right track to he crossed earn off your all the boxes. I, and I tell you what, Eric, that move late in the race, when I, uh, this is kind of where I was like, okay, Ross, all right, you're showing me something. Yeah. Because I think Ross Chastain four weeks ago. I don't think that's that. I don't think that driver four weeks ago wins this race yeah. because he put those guys three wide that lap traffic and those guys were those guys were dogging him. Eric mm-hmm. Amarola was dogging him. Oh yeah, which is why but, he did it. He said <laughs> yes, but he didn't. He wasn't out of control. Yeah, he did everything. I, I honestly, I'm glad you phrased it that way because everything I feel like I've been screaming about. <laughs> he finally, I was like, yeah, holy crap! I think it clicked. Because well, he... I thought as soon as this happened on on Sunday night, I'm like, I got, I can't wait to tell James, like, look, this is this is what you've been saying Ross Chastain can't do. I mean, he only, he's only done it once, but still, yeah, this but is he did the it. thing you've been saying that he needs before he can be considered a threat. Yes, and he crossed off. I mean, Eric, literally every checkbox that yeah. you need to have um, to to be, consider yourself a real contender. He he checked them all off. He battled a faster car, and Martin Truex Jr. held him off. And just drove, I mean, this is the best race he's ever driven. Oh, for sure. Unbelievably, like, really well crafted. Like, drove like a master of his of his craft, which is something, like I said, I have not seen out of him. And, you know, if, I don't know, like I said, I know he struggled for a couple of weeks there. And I don't know if the speed in the car is there every single week. But if something clicked um, after this race, maybe he is, maybe he is that guy that, I didn't think he could be, yeah. you know, and maybe that's all it takes is, you know, maybe you have to hit rock bottom and have a massive breakthrough right. <laughs> like this. It's easier said than done. Right. And I mean, but, I, th- I think James, and I know I, we see, I do this every week when somebody new wins, we go, Oh, now he's a championship threat. I'm not going to do that yet. But but the thing is, is Ross Chastain was a championship threat last year and he wasn't refined. If, right. if he truly is refined now, again, it's one race, so you can't really say you can't say that he's turned a corner necessarily, but he did everything mm-hmm. right here. Yep. Um, if he can go into the playoffs with momentum and, mm-hmm. and a refined attitude, um, he could very and especially when nobody's really taken charge at this point. I mean, I would I would argue right now, if you really look at things, the, the championship favorite right now is Martin Truex Jr. Because even I, though yeah. he I mean, he didn't win here, but he finished second. You know, I, it, it's as good as a win. Essentially, when mm-hmm. you're talking, when you're looking at the field right now, and how even everybody is. I yeah. mean, yeah, Kyle Busch has three wins. William Byron, you know, those, but they're not. It, I think Truex right now has the most momentum of any of them, but nobody's really stood out as like, oh my god, this is the guy. He's guaranteed yeah. in the final. I mean, any one of those three that I just mentioned could yeah. very easily miss the final four. Very easily. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, None of them I, could make it, you know? I mean, yeah. 
I, I think for me, I've got I've got the I've got the bucket of contenders right now is Truex, Larson, and Byron. Yeah. I mix it pick, pick one. See out the of a problem hat. with Larson is that he just he's either on or terrible right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And he was grumbling a little bit about speed. Yeah. Um, but he still managed a fifth place finish uh, in this one. But but right. Byron um, Byron is still really fast. Yeah. And I mean, he, he racked up a bunch of stage points in this one. He had a good, good clean day. Like I, oh, I know I still he, think he's, I know he got me lots of points this week. James. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Nice. Well, we're going to talk about that a little <laughs> yeah, later. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, that was a, a, a solid race from Byron does need to win every week. And, and Martin, like you said, Martin's coming on. He's won, you know, probably the most, obviously most recently, right before we took a break. Um, I so think, yeah, Martin's I think right Truex there. is the sc- scariest right now. I, yeah. And he's done it before. Um, you know, that's the thing with like with Byron, right? Yeah. He still has to climb the mountain again. Yep. Um, he hasn't done that yet. And Ross, you know, say what you want. Ross has been to, you know, the neighborhood. He's, yeah. <laughs> you know, he, he uh, he's he's had property just outside of the championship, uh, you know, the championship neighborhood. So he's yeah. like right there. Byron hasn't um, been in the final four yet, right? No, he's not. No, nope. I mean, nope. Chastain he's... at least has that experience of that pressure. Byron's all, uh, you know, he's, he's, um, tended to cool off, but he, yep. he's not cooling off to the extent that he has in the past. I think he's no. And I think he's, he's obviously been the most consistent. They got the fastest car and the fastest pit crew right now. It, it, that's that helps. But, but <laughs> you know, Truex has confidence. <laughs> yeah. And the Gibbs cars seem to have a little bit of life to him. Like Denny yeah. Hamlin, we should mention, um, he led a ton in this race and had a really good day too. I mean, those no. three guys, Hamlin, Chastain and Truex, they, they, they were, were the, the show. Yeah. They were the show. And well, Tyler well, yeah, <laughs> unfortunately for him. Yeah. But that, yeah, for the most majority of the race, those three were the show. Yeah. Um, and, and they were, you know, they were battling and they raced clean. It was just an awesome, I mean, this was an awesome race, uh, all the way around. I mean, the drivers were, I felt like maybe that break was a good thing because they came back all refreshed and ready to, to kick some butt. And it was an awesome show. So third year in a row that we run at Nashville super speedway, what was once considered a stopgap track uh, mm-hmm. before we went to the fairgrounds. Has this track earned its spot on the NASCAR cup series schedule at this point, James? Uh, there's a place for it right now, right? It's, I think so, man. It's been really good racing. It has not disappointed yet. Yeah, I feel like we got to keep it, you know, I think we got to keep it on the schedule for a little while here because it's, it's, uh, I mean, that was great. I mean, that three wide restart in right. stage two, I mean, that was, that was unbelievable. Yeah, it was absolutely incredible. That was so great. And then we got it in, in the beginning of stage three as well with the, with, I think it was stage three with the, yes, the battle with, uh, Truex and Hamlin as well. Yep. Um, which was almost as impressive if it wouldn't have been for the three wide battle before that. Well, even late in the race, Eric, Ross and Martin, like that was not a like Ross never really got away from him. Right. You know, he he had there was a buffer there, but it wasn't like, you know, clean air was doing him any favors. Oh, Martin yeah. We didn't know like, to the last lap that that he was going to win it. Yeah. Know? Martin was still hunting, hunting for the line. I mean, yeah. we had tire wear. Yes. <laughs> so well, in a it, slick track, James, when was the last time you remember that many cars wrecking and qualifying? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and the downshifting. <laughs> You know, and I was thinking about that. You know, I think the downshifting where they've where they're turning a, a lot higher RPM through the corner. Maybe mm-hmm. that's you know, maybe that's not such a bad thing. Yeah, uh, where you've got these guys forced to, you know, spin the tires just a little bit. I mean, I it, it helps that as soon as you're sideways, you're around. There's no saving it. Right. But 
Yeah, um, yeah. Who? Uh, I mean, Bubba. Bubba was probably the biggest spin. Kyle. Yeah. Kyle spun it. Um, yeah. So yeah, there was a handful. Yep. And then uh, um, Suarez wrecked in, in practice, right? Or was, no, yes, he Suarez did. was qualifying, wasn't it? Uh, he was qualifying. Yeah, it was yeah, first round so. qualifying. Yeah. Um, yeah, speaking of uh, not being able to save it when you spin it, uh, Ryan Blaney takes a hell of a hit uh, oh, on the man. concrete yeah. on the front stretch, finds one of those walls without safer barrier, James. And uh, I was worried about him for a minute. Me too. Uh, yeah. Me too. And it sounded like on the radio it was a little scary too. Yeah. Um, but uh, ends up okay as far as we know. We haven't heard anything so far. He seemed all right with his post-race interview, but said it was the hardest hit that he's ever taken. Um, I, I think everybody's kind of beat it to death that the pretty unacceptable. There's no safer barrier here, right? Yeah. I mean, that's the, that's the Kyle Bush. I call that the Kyle Bush zone. Yeah. Um, well, I have coming an, out of the trioval. I have an argument though, because I keep hearing everybody complain about this piece of concrete at the end of pit road that doesn't have a safer barrier. And I did, I, I did some rough math today, James with Apple maps and oh. looked at Nashville speedway, Nashville super speedway. And what everybody is missing about that section of, you know, what, a couple hundred feet of mm-hmm. exposed wall is that before that couple hundred feet of exposed wall, there is approximately, I'd say, 1,700 feet, roughly a half a mile or a 1.3 mile track, 40% of the track that has an unprotected concrete wall right before <laughs> that point. It is the yeah. entire pit wall pit road. <laughs> because there is no yeah. wall between the track and pit road. So everybody's throwing a fit about that. But if he'd have hit 30 feet earlier, he'd have hit a spot that there wouldn't have been a safer barrier, even if they had one there. Yeah. So that's again, a good point. I argue, good damn work. it, yeah. we need a wall on the inside of these pit roads and you would have a safer barrier on that wall. Yeah. You can't put a safer barrier on pit wall. That won't work. Yep. Oh, it just Cars. frustrates me that we're, we're doing, and, and it's worse because you go to Talladega and they're going, you know, 200 miles an hour and yep. they can hit that exposed wall. Well, it's it's a damned if you do, damned if you don't situation because yeah. you put a pit wall there and then it's and, and close to the track, yeah. Well, and then how many times have we seen guys hit the hit the you know what I always just kind of water, call them water barrels, right? But they're probably filled with sand or whatever now. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've seen Brad Kozlowski hit that at Michigan. Um, there was a really bad Arca crash I remember seeing. So I yeah. Oh yeah, there was the Arca crash way back in the day at Atlanta where Jerry Punch yeah, saved the guy. Flipped it, yeah, yeah. He flipped it over, and yeah, I mean, cars, Eric, we've They're talked about this stuff. before. Yeah, I mean, gosh, Mark Martin's car got ripped in half at Michigan, yeah, <laughs> you know, in a weird spot. And I mean, like, it's just weird, weird things happen. The other thing too is we've had these tracks come onto the schedule, and and I don't know if anybody realized, but the whole front stretch of Gateway had no safer barrier on the outside. Yep. Um, North Wilkesboro has parts that don't have safer barrier. Um, you know, I know they can't, they say they can't do it on dirt tracks. We're going to a road course this weekend that not only has no safer barriers, they have some tire walls, but they don't have the runoff zones like IndyCar has at the end of the straightaways. You're, you're into a 90 degree corner. So I don't know, man. I I don't know. It just seems like some of these things just are silly that we, we continue to do and nobody, nobody sees it. Yeah. It's almost like we're playing, uh, chicken <laughs> yeah like it, we're expanding at a rate that isn't sustainable for for the safety measures of of these car that we right. need for these cars you know what i mean that's i mean got granted nashville like you said eric has been on the schedule for th- uh three years right. so um 
Yeah, there's, there's no there's, reason for for that not to be covered. There's been time in, in the in the time period that we've raced at Nashville, we have taken a track from the ashes and refurbished it into a brand new racetrack mm-hmm. at North Wilkesboro from the same company that owns Nashville. So, um, yep. I, I'm not feeling too sorry for him there. Um, the uh, I've completely lost my train of thought where I was going, so never mind. I won't make that statement. <laughs> well, Ryan Blaney said he'd pay for it himself. Oh, uh, yeah, that he did. So that- <laughs> that's right. So they don't have to worry about the money. Oh, that's what I was going to say. The best thing that I saw in this entire accident, though, James, is the crumple in the front of Blaney's car. Yeah, it was good, yeah. It was yeah. nice to see the car actually smash in, and we're going to see even more of that in two weeks when we go to Atlanta well, because from gonna- there forward, there's even more crush zone on the front of the car. So We're going to see a lot of it in uh, about five days, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> I have my predictions about that one, too. So. Oh, okay, good. Good. More more of a teaser to the end of the show. Yeah, there you go. Um, trying to think anything else here. We, we Oh, we talked about uh, Tyler Reddick. Tyler Reddick loses the tire um, after pit stop. So I want to ask you about this one, James, because I was a little unhappy with the way this penalty works. Because the penalty is supposed to be, if you lose the wheel on pit road, that you basically you're all right you can there's a minor penalty whatever you go back put it back on and you're fine uh but if you lose it on a track is i believe the way the rule is written that then you get a two-lap penalty and there's suspensions and all that stuff that we've been seeing all along well reddick kind of found the loophole in that rule they did and lost the tire on pit road but after doing a lap on the track now <laughs> yeah he did my yeah. feeling is is once you leave pit road that's when that rule should apply um and i think i think we were in a really dangerous situation with a tire that fortunately didn't fly off the car and slid off the car instead especially during a pit cycle right and you coming were... on to pit road i yeah. mean that was yeah. dangerous that could have been really bad yeah, it's uh, and he lost things. the wheel nut in turn four. I mean, <laughs> well, we you know we might run a hundred races, Eric, and we might we might see that once, we might see that never. You know, right. I, I I don't I don't know. I I guess you know my my view of it was well, it's kind of like a kind of like a ball going out of bounds or a foul ball, right? Yeah. It's it's foul where it's foul, and that's where the <laughs> that's where the procedure happened. I mean, he lost two laps regardless. Yes, he did. So I definitely ruined his day. Oh yeah, he was he was toast after that, which was a bummer. But the problem is, is it's run. not about the laps; it's about discouraging tires from coming off of race cars. Yeah, you know. Yep. Yeah, we're we're playing with fire with these tires. I'm telling you, we're playing with fire. Still, yeah, I know. Still it's, are. Something is going to happen, and it when it does, it's going to be bad. Yep. So uh, it concerns me. It really does. That's that's the yep. thing. I'm I'm more concerned about that than rear end impacts and concussions and all that stuff right now. I'm more concerned about those tires that we just can't seem to keep on cars. Well, I'm glad that he was able to feel it out and get to. Pay. I mean, it was yeah. a lucky lucky circumstance on many angles. Oh yeah, so. yeah for sure. Um, but yeah, I I was bummed for him because he really. This is a whole different race if that doesn't happen to him because he seemed to be the class of the field I and mean, he was the fastest Toyota. Um, it could have been fun to watch him and Ross duke it out for a little bit there, but, but nonetheless, it was, we, we know that 45 can, can run. Oh yeah. It's, that's a fast car every week. They just keep kind of keep getting in their way. Yeah. They've kind of beat themselves a few times. Yep. Um, the other one I thought that was interesting is you know, we, we talked a little bit about, you know, Kyle Busch's three wins this season. Um, but Kyle has the tire issue, comes in and pits and manages to pit at the right time and, and be able to stay out with no cautions to essentially get himself out of the hole 
and then it promptly speeds on pit road and erases all of that benefit that he had. Um, yeah. And still manages to come back up for a ninth place finish. So good for Kyle. But imagine if he wouldn't have had that speeding penalty. That yeah. we've, we've seen a lot out of him lately. That eight car is fast. Yeah, it is. That's, I think long story short, that eight car can, can, can go. Yeah. Um, I think Kyle Busch is Derek. I, you know, I think we made a, we made a mistake. I think, um, cause I know I thought Kyle Busch going to Richard Childress was pretty sketchy. Yeah. Uh, but they're putting a fast car underneath that guy. He's, he's good, man. He's, I don't know if he's a championship contender just yet, but he's in there. He's in the conversation for sure. I thought that Austin had enough momentum that putting somebody of Kyle's caliber in a new situation because Kyle didn't just lose his ability to drive. No, they just don't do that. It just, it just, he needed a change of scenery and that change of scenery with a, a decent running car and Kyle's ability. I mean, dude, every time that they play a clip of him breaking down his lap and every corner, every inch of the racetrack, this is what the car is doing. I mean, as a crew chief, if you know what you're doing, how can you not work with that? Yeah. Right. There's nobody like that that breaks it down like that. And I don't know how it, how it got stale at, at Gibbs, but maybe, you know, maybe 15 years at one place is, is enough, you know? Yeah. Um, maybe you can't keep a relationship. I mean, God, Jimmy and Chad, you know, they won all those titles together. They couldn't, they couldn't keep it going. I mean, even look at Jeff Gordon. I mean, Jeff Gordon was, is, is, you know, one of the greatest, but he struggled at times at Hendrick, you know? Yeah. And yep. It just uh, happens. Yeah. I think, I think that's a, that's a great point, but yeah, I, you know, I thought Kyle Busch would win, would win a race or two, but you know, this is, this is just another sign of like, I mean, like you, you described so many problems and he had the speed to get all the way through the field. Yeah. So it's, yeah, that's, that's always impressive. I will say he's exceeding my expectations this season. Um, at, at this point now, my expectations are high and I expect him to be a contender at the end. Oh, anything but the final four is a disappointment. Yeah. yeah. But going into the season, I agree. I thought he'd probably win a race. I thought he'd be competitive. I certainly didn't think he'd win a race as quick as, it, as he did. Um, yeah. And yeah, I, I thought it would be a year or two down the road before they really saw the benefits. But again, you know, this car is even too, and it's even things out. And I think, I think the car has had a, had a double effect. It has, it's, it's made it to where guys that are good can show that they're good. And it's also made the fact that, um, that all these guys are really good. So it's really yeah, hard to win a race, you yeah. know? <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. Yeah, I, mean, I think those days, James, of having nine win seasons and stuff, I think those are done. Unless they yeah. go back to the days of being able to, to mess with these cars, those days are over with. Yeah, it seems like you can't get hot. Yeah. Um, you know, like Larson did in 2021, uh, the last season of the, you know, the old car, he got hot. Yep. Uh, yeah, I, don't, I just, I think it's a, it's just a balance of who's got it at the moment. It kind, almost kind of like, um, like baseball or hockey, you know? Yeah. Um, you get comers and goers during the season and then the playoffs come and you got to hope you're in the right spot. You just got to be in the show. Yeah. I yeah. think that's where we are with NASCAR hockey, man. I hate the salary cap cause it's hurt the Red Wings ever since it went into effect, but it's also made. So there's different teams winning the Stanley cup every year. So. Right. Yep. Ah, just not the Red Wings. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. They'll get there. They'll get it back. Yeah. Eventually. Eventually. It'll, it'll come back around. They're, they're working on it. They're working on it. Uh, third victory for Ross Chastain in 168 cup series races. Um, again, that number is higher than you realize because he ran a lot of cup races yeah, he did. Uh, before he was in a competitive ride. He's kind of in, in Ross Chastain 2.0 career here right now. Um, kind of like, you know, you're, you're, uh, Alex Bowman's of the world and whatnot. So, 
Mm-hmm. Um, first victory and eighth top 10 finish in 2023. Uh, Martin Truex Jr. is still your points leader, 18 points over Willie B. And Ty Gibbs, 14th, was the highest finishing rookie. Uh, anything else with this one worth chatting about before we move on? Uh, it's just a great race. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good stuff, man. I mean, it was just, it was really good. Oh, the one thing we didn't talk about yeah. was uh, was Daniel Suarez trying to go and congratulate yeah. Ross. <laughs> and uh, just just kicking SHR while yeah. they're down. <laughs> right. I mean, good Lord, man. <laughs> Kevin Harwick was having a brilliant day. He had bad luck. Yeah. And then poor Chase Briscoe. Just gets wiped out by goofy Daniel Suarez. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have anything to add there. It was, it was, yeah. I saw they asked Briscoe about it. Uh, I think Front Stretcher, one of those, asked Briscoe about it walking down the garage area. And he's like, yeah, he just, he just came out of nowhere. <laughs> Wreck, <laughs> wrecked two cars. It was a Jeez. weird thing, too. Yeah, it yeah. was. Yeah, it was. I, I was hoping just... there. I was hoping there were fisticuffs, but it, it just was a coincidence. There was well, a... I hope Justin Marks pulls Daniel aside, right? Yeah, and says, "Listen, well, you and... know, we're finally winning races. Can you please stop tearing up my equipment?" And that was clarified this week, and and it was clarified before Ross's victory that that conversation wasn't slow down. It was just, you know, you, we need to finish these races or win. He here's what Justin Marks did. He said a thing, and he basically said the same thing later on, but just reworded it yeah. a little bit differently. Yeah. He did, Ross got a talking to. Yeah. Doesn't matter what the talking to was. He got a talking to. Right. And it worked. <laughs> look, how, look how happy everybody is. I would really... The one thing I would probably not mind, James, is to... I, I Maybe it's the... It's the um, the hypochondriac in me or whatever, or the, the OCD in me, but I'd really prefer if Ross would quit taking bites out of the watermelon after it's been on the racetrack. It bothers me a little bit. And, and while in sharing it, <laughs> yeah, with people it with in the, the crowd, fans, would you take a, would you take a watermelon that was just sitting on the racetrack and Ross Chastain took a bite out of it? Would you take a bite out of it, James? If Ross, no, if Ross handed me a watermelon, I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't take it. I mean, I'm not a big fan of watermelon to begin with. So maybe that's part of it, but that's same here. Same here. You know? So I, I yeah. just, every time he picks it, every time he picks it up red side down off the racetrack and takes a bite, just kind of bothers me. I mean, it's just like kissing the bricks. Isn't it? Same I, thing. Well, I mean, they're not licking the bricks though. I mean, I'm sure there's some drivers who have licked the bricks. <sighs> probably right. AJ. Yeah. AJ probably <laughs> has. Well, good transition. Cause speaking of AJ Allmendinger, we had an Xfinity race the day before and old AJ got her done. Got himself another oval track victory. Um, made me really question putting him in my lineup uh, for fantasy on, on uh, Sunday, but glad I didn't do that. Well, he got a top 10 for you on Sunday. Yeah. If yeah. you had him. Yeah. Well, he was, actually, I take that back. He was in the lineup, but I put him on the bench. Um, but 25 laps led in this one, gets himself the win. Uh, you know, pretty excited after the race. So, you know, AJ pointed out that especially with where he's at in his career, you know, you don't know when the last one's going to be. So he likes to celebrate them no matter what and had some pretty good celebration at the end of this one. Can you believe he's won 17 Xfinity series races? That's nuts. It's a lot. Yeah, like he is. didn't have he didn't have that many wins overall, and then he got got hooked up with Colleague, and that team's been awesome. Is, is this a sign of Colleague turning things around this year? Because they've been terrible this year. They've well, I mean, their Cup race was a lot better. Yeah, yeah. That we're was. all we're all, we're all sitting on our hands waiting for Justin Haley to find something. Yeah. So, you know, I you you say that Eric, and we're heading to a place where yeah, maybe because we I think we all have 
AJ Elmendinger written into the playoffs in pencil. Right. Like we're all yeah. we're, we we have the eraser ready, but we're all like, no, this guy's gonna make it. He's there's gonna win so, a road there's, course. There's race. so many road course races. He's got to get one, right? Yeah, he's gonna get one. We they built a car that's a road course road racing car, <laughs> and we just built a track that's exactly what he loves. Right. So. I know. I'm. I've. I'm afraid. I'm upset. I already used him. Yeah. <laughs> well, I haven't. Yeah. Well. Oh, that's something. This guess doesn't matter. Who knows? I'm still trying but, to decide who I'm picking this week, so that might but, affect my decision. The other thing I loved about AJ's car, just he had one of my favorite country artists on the car, Bailey Zimmerman. Yeah, and uh, he was in the he was in the pit box for the whole race. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, and Bailey is going to be performing here near us uh, this yes, summer. Yes, couple of weeks. He's, he's a little further away from you than he was originally supposed to be. Well, that's a whole. Yeah, we, I can't wait to talk. That's the pod after the yeah, pod. I can't wait to talk to you about that inside joke. So, um, yeah, yeah, that was that was cool to see. We had Eric. We had so many stars out. Uh, yeah, like Bailey. I think Bailey Zimmerman's going to be a big country star very soon. I mean, he already is getting pretty close. But um, Chase Elliott was with Olivia Dune. Um, or Dunn, how do you say it? I don't know. Probably Dune. I think it's Dune. Well, Chase Elliott slash Ryan Blaney was with her. Cause well, all, her social media, let's put it this way. I saw two social media clips with her with Chase Elliott. One was Chase Elliott's social media. The other was Hendrick Motorsports Chase uh, social media. Libby's social media was all with Ryan Blaney. So Can I, <laughs> can I give you reckless speculation? Sure. If you don't mind, sure. Is there, do, I, do, we, do, do, do I have to? Do I am I going to have to remove it from the podcast? Well, maybe we just need a disclaimer <laughs> that this is reckless speculation. Um, Chase Elliott has had a pretty massive PR hit of late. Yeah. Um, boy, it seemed awful convenient that the biggest uh, star athlete on social media right now was at his side um, for yeah. NASCAR for NASCAR social media. Hmm. Wonder That's... what's going. What's going on? Insert the Brian Windhorst meme of me pointing my fingers. What's going on there? Speaking What's of that, we didn't on? talk about Chase. We can talk about him for a minute. Is, is, is he going to make the playoffs? Ah, <laughs> uh, he's almost got to win. Almost got to yeah. win. I'll say yes. He does. He'll he's, win a race. He's going to win, right? You think he'll win a race? Yeah, he's got to. I think so. He's got. We got tracks coming up that he likes. Can you imagine the story if he doesn't make the playoffs because of the crappy? I mean, honestly, if he doesn't make the playoffs, essentially because of the suspension, because he probably would have pointed in without it. Yeah. Well, Watkins Glen's coming up down the road here. Yeah, I, that's true. He'll be. He's going to be around. I, he. They're not as good as they were on, on the road courses anymore. But he. I say he'll make it. I say he'll make it. That's true. Uh, Eleven caution flags for fifty-eight laps in this race, and I think uh, probably what. Nine of those were in the first five laps of the race or so. Uh, that's an exaggeration, but it took us a long time to get this race started. Uh, plenty of wrecks at the beginning of this thing. And uh, William Byron was on Denny's podcast this week and just pointed out that, you know, when there's no grip, you just you just got to slow down a little bit. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and nobody was doing that. Yep. It, it was a bloodbath up there for a little while. Yeah, it was. Yeah. And then... Uh, of course, our, our our old buddy Sheldon Creed. I was waiting. Yeah, I uh, was waiting for that. Loses twenty five points and twenty five thousand dollars for intentionally wrecking Sammy Smith. Uh, a little bit of radio traffic, which kind of led NASCAR to believe that uh, it was intentional. And uh, the, I mean, I don't know, the right turn in the middle of turn one probably was enough too. Yeah. Um, yeah. When I saw that happen, it's like TV kind of glossed over it, but it's like, yeah, that wasn't an accident. That was pretty intentional. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, that was. I mean, the the, the camera angle is pointed into turn one, yeah. and you just see that two car go right as he's in, in, entering the corner. I'm like, oh boy, that, that was, was a bigger right turn than Carl Edwards on Brad Keselowski at the old Atlanta. Uh, that was a bad look for my guy. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah, it was. Oh man. Ah, <sighs> um, trying to think anything else here. Um. Riley Herfs gets himself a second place finish. Uh, they're they're clicking in the right direction. I think Riley might be on the way to a win this season in the Xfinity Series. Um, of course, there's a lot of guys up there that he's got a battle to get that win, but he's looking pretty good lately. Um, yeah. Cole Custer looked decent in this race, led 32 laps. Um, nice to see him finally, I think, readjusting to the Xfinity Series a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Parker Kligerman gets an 11th place finish under the weather. Um, and then they sent him to Chicago to stand in the Yeah, fountain. I was going to say that. They, he was sick, and then they sent him to – I know. I was like, gosh, dang. Busy guy. Uh, Not feeling good? Um, Ty Gibbs looked like he probably was going to run away with this thing uh, if he wouldn't have gotten caught up in one of those early wrecks. Finishes 37th. And uh, shout-out to Chandler Smith, man. Just led a lot of laps. I thought he was yeah. going to be um, – I thought it was going to kind of be his day, but not meant to be. But Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I mean – how about Carson There's, Hosevar too, man? He was right up front battling for that that win until he was involved in that wreck. Yeah, he. <laughs> well, we're gonna talk about him again in a second here, yeah. but yeah, he's he is. I know he wrecked. Um, but speaking of, you know, we talked about Ross Chastain earlier doing things that we've said he needs to do. Yep. Uh, Carson's starting to get there. Yes, and maybe he that's is. our tra- maybe that's our transition point. I don't know. Yeah, let's let's do it. Let's uh, let's talk about the truck series Friday night. Carson Hosevar. Gets his second win in the in the truck series, and this time did not wreck somebody to do it. Uh, did not right turn somebody into the wall, and uh, gets himself a win. And yeah, I mean, this is a kid that went from last year uh, just about everybody wanting to strangle him to suddenly he's like the top prospect in the truck series to move up somewhere. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't be a bit surprised to see him take and take a quick route to the Cup series the way the attention he's had lately. I don't know Possibly. if he's ready for that. No, um, yeah, but yeah, it's it's hard tough. to say though because again the Xfinity series does so little to prepare you for the Cup series anymore that that maybe it is the smart thing to do maybe maybe you do put him there before he learns habits in the Xfinity series but I don't know what seat that would be yeah that's um, the problem is there's not a place for him to go unless it's Eric Almirola's I don't know if that's a thing or not I, I don't know I don't know we'll talk more about that seat in a minute yeah yeah. Um, but yeah, so a uh, great win for Carson Hosevar, uh, to get back in victory lane, uh, big props to Fox for not sending their folks to the track for the booth. Um, I'm going to complain about that every week for the rest of the truck series. Uh, Carson Hosevar leads 40 laps, uh, most laps in the day other than Corey Heim who led 57. Um, Zane Smith ran really well in this Nick Sanchez again up front. Uh, going to get a win there soon. It's coming. Haley Deegan, uh, messed up. But get a little bit. Yeah, Haley. This one was on Haley. She yeah. screwed up early, ran and slipped up in the corner and wrecked Lawless Allen and got the wrath of he was, Lawless. Yeah, he. I really. I. I well, can't, he, he's my black flag for this week, James. Oh, is he? Okay, I won't yeah. steal it. I Lawless. I just want so much for him, just because I love his name so much. Yeah. I just. I, I want him to have all the things. The so. thing is, is he he calls Haley out for doing this every week, and and Haley hasn't done this every week, and I no. I don't want to be a Haley defender, but but Haley tends to be raced terribly by everybody in the field, and 
Lawless is not, it's not like he's a front running car or truck to be mouthing off about Haley Deegan. So I, that, that annoyed me. It irritated me. Well, a bit. Tru- young drivers in the truck series make mistakes, right? That's yeah. what they all, Carson Hosevar has made yeah. a lot of mistakes. He's made, I would argue Carson Hosevar has made more silly mistakes than Haley Deegan. Oh, hundred percent. But he's in a, he's in a little bit of a faster truck and he's, he's also in a more prominent position in the field too. But. Exactly. Exactly. But uh, yeah, I mean, I'm okay with calling people out in certain situations, but yeah. when Haley doesn't, Haley doesn't go out there and wreck people every week. And the, that the problem is, is that Haley and Lawless have had run-ins before. So that's, yes, Haley yes. was it's after just, after Lawless earlier this season. I think it was. I don't. Remember. I think and, it was at anything, Vegas. anything in the truck series pointed at Haley is going to get magnified. Oh, because yeah. she's because of who she is and her name. Yeah, so, and I, that's I, always that's always a thing that you have to have to battle. Honestly, I want to see her get out of that truck series because if she doesn't, she's going to get swallowed up. Yeah, I'd like to. She's if she doesn't get out of there next year, she she's going to finish her career in the truck series, and it's going to be another year, and she's out. I, I just don't see how teams are going to keep investing in her when she's just struggled there, and I don't think it's her fault. I'd like entirely. to see her in the yeah. I'd like to see her bump up to the Xfinity series and yeah. see what she's got. She needs two years in Xfinity to see really see like, are you going to make it or not? Yeah. And she's put her time in in the truck series. She hasn't done anything to be like, get out of here now. Right. You know? No, I don't think so either. I just think that I, I think you only get so long in the truck series but, before you just you bottom out. Well, again, look at Carson Hosevar, right? Yeah, he's he hasn't. It's not like he's got a million starts, but he's been in the series since 2019, just kind of grinding. Yeah. And he's had a lot of rough goes at it. But now he's 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 here at a breakthrough. Yeah. Um, 67 starts into it. So. I was going to say, not only does he not have a thousand starts, he's only got 67. Yeah. I mean, it takes, <laughs> it takes, I mean, it seems like it's fast, but the truck series doesn't race that much every year, you know? Right. So that is true. Um, and Haley's Haley doesn't even have 60 starts in the truck series yet. So let's, yeah. let's just hang in there just a little bit longer. Like I said, I'm more, I, I hope that she has the staying power to not get swallowed up. That's the biggest thing for yeah. me is I, the, the difference between her and Carson Hosevar is Carson Hosevar had moments where he was, it was like, Oh man, this kid's fast. Mm-hmm. And Haley just hasn't had one of those moments yet. Driver development is part of the truck series. Yeah. You got to expect some Yeah, but driver mistake. development, man, is so lost right now. Well, we're going to talk about that again. Or we keep, yeah, <laughs> yeah that's true. There's, you know, what, what is the right age? Right. So, um, she's just, I mean, she's young, she's young. She's got a little bit of time yet. Uh, not giving up on her. I like, we didn't give up on Carson and he did some dumb crap. Yeah. Um, so let's, let's just give it a little bit of time yet. Well, and speaking of Carson, speaking of Carson, he's now $50,000 richer as, uh, after winning the triple truck challenge race as well, uh, brought to you by craftsman, uh, Corey Himes points leader in the craftsman truck series, 16 points over Zane Smith. Uh, Nick Sanchez in third place was your highest finishing rookie in this one. Carson Hosevar will not be a full-time truck driver next year. No, no way. No way in hell. Nope. Doesn't matter what he does the rest of this year. He's, he's going up. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's got himself a spot locked in somewhere. He doesn't, he doesn't know where it is yet, but it's somewhere in that Xfinity series. Somebody's going to grab a hold of him. He'd be a nice fit at JR Motorsports. Wouldn't he be? Wouldn't he be? Mm-hmm. He was the rumor last year, wasn't he? He was the rumor. Yeah, for the, he was on the. He, he was, was the rumor one for the, the nine. So yeah, he was one of the guys. Huh, that'd be interesting. I'd love to see yeah. him at Junior Motorsports. Somebody's got to go up to Josh Berry. He's, he's a Chevy guy too. I'm just saying. Yeah, that's a good point. That's good. That's a good take, James. I didn't even think about that. Thank you. Thank that's you. A good one. 
Uh, out in the news for this week, we're not going to dwell on this one, uh, but Jimmy Johnson, uh, they've announced that he is withdrawn from this weekend's race at Chicago. Um, if you listen to this podcast, you know the circumstances around it. Um, we aren't going to dig into it because we're not a news podcast. So um, you guys go search that out and see what happened there. Uh, but thoughts and prayers with Jimmy Johnson and his family uh, over the crap that's going on with them. And uh, it will be sad to miss Jimmy this weekend, but he's definitely got mm-hmm. some much bigger things to deal with this week than racing. So, yep. And, and just, you know, Jimmy's okay. He's healthy. Yeah. Yep. All that. Um, just go look like Eric said, just go look it up. We're, we're just, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm bummed for him, but hopefully we'll see him back at the track soon. He's, uh, he's one of our, you know, he's one of our cornerstones, man. So yep. get back, get back soon, Jimmy. Yep. For sure. Uh, we got the big news this week, James, that everybody already knew Josh Berry will replace Kevin Harvick in the number four car next year at Stuart Haas. Uh, Tony Stewart had some spicy quotes in uh, his media availability. We had, we've been teed off ahead of time that there might be some spicy quotes. And uh, I don't have the quote right in front of me, but essentially Tony said that they want drivers that can drive and not drivers that bring money. Um, <laughs> now, I will say, and I know, I know Tony's your guy. I know he's your guy. Yep. Tony can be a little bit of a hypocrite sometimes. Tony, well, Tony can say one thing when it benefits him now. And another thing, when when he's got GoDaddy money and Danica Patrick waiting in the wings to drive one of his cars. That's right. You know, so I'm only putting so much stock in what Tony's saying, but I appreciate this as somebody that Josh Berry's not bringing money with him. And Josh Berry, if you want a story of a guy who has all out worked his way up on his skill and nothing else, Josh Berry is your guy. Yep. I thought the days of guys like Josh Berry were dead. Me too. Um, I thought Brad Keselowski was the last one. Yep. Like I was like, oh, that was a fun, but Josh freaking Barry, man. Yeah. What a cool story. And, and, you know, I, Eric, Tony's doing a thing right now. Mm-hmm. He's, he is, if, if we, if Tony's shown us anything, he is a marketing, uh, kind of a marketing guru. Um, Tony's happiest when he's got a soapbox to stand on. Well, and he is, he's, he's building a new brand. Yep. Stuart, Stuart Haas needs a new, they need, they need they're in trouble. Yeah. Well, he got his, he got his way with priests and he got Barry. Yeah. I don't, I mean, they're losing Bush. Um, that seems to be, yeah, the, that's, that's in the notes here. Anheuser Bush expected, yeah. still expected to go to track house. That's what Stern. Yep. That's what Stern tweeted out. I mean, that was a brilliant tweet by Stern. I mean, he was sitting on that. It was yeah. beautiful. Like Ross wins the race and he tweets that. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, <laughs> But yeah, Tony. So Tony's building a little bit of a brand here, um, and I think th- this is a this is strategic. He is doing strategic things. Um, so here's the question: This is strategic. I'm glad for it. Is is Tony's comments because of Josh Berry, or is Tony's comments what's coming with the ten? Um, is he think, is he getting everybody ready for where he's headed with that ten car? Possibly, but I think he's. I think it's bigger than Josh Berry, and I think it might be bigger than the ten. I think it's as this is an infrastructure, like this is an, an entire organizational shift. I think. Yeah. Um. I think. Is this a shot at any current drivers? I mean, obviously, Almirola yeah, is there so. because he has Smithfield. Yeah. Is this a, is this a shot at Almirola? I. You know, you got a good point there because I wonder if Smithfield's going away. Too. I don't understand. I, I wouldn't understand why Tony and, and Eric are on bad terms. I don't. I right. don't think they. I don't think they are. And Tony's had a good relationship with Smithfield. Right. Um. But yeah, if Eric leaves and Smithfield just goes away, 
Um, they've got nothing. <laughs> they've got yeah. they've got not much. Uh, Mahindra, you know, and and Rush and a couple other sponsors, but they don't have a whole lot. Um, I just think he wants to. I think he wants his team to be known as a racers place to be. Yeah. Um, and I, mean, I think that's a racer. That's so you would expect that. Yeah. And I think that bodes well for the future. They're going to, they are going, boy, if you think they've hit rock bottom now, you just wait. <laughs> I, I think that, I think SHR is going to bottom out pretty hard here well, um, in the next one or two years. And that uh, again, can all depend on what they do with that 10 car. Yeah. I, I argue again that you cannot take that 10 car and stick some young rookie driver. I mean, no offense to Josh Berry. Josh Berry is certainly a veteran and a rookie, but mm-hmm. he's still a rookie. He mm-hmm. still does not have cup experience. And he's got more than a lot of guys that are going to come in and jump in this cup car with right. the races he's run this year. And he's certainly proven himself this year. Um, but he also didn't prove himself to the point where you're like, yeah, he's going to get in here and start winning right away. I mean, he had the one good right. race at Richmond. Um, and not that he ran bad because he ran spe- spectacularly, but he wasn't dominating races in that car. Um, and not to mention he was in a Hendrick car versus a Stuart Haas car and a Ford (laughs) at that matter, which speaking of which there were so many rumors swirling that this was going to be an announced announcement to switch to Chevrolet and that Dale jr. Was coming into this team and all that stuff would have been fun, but that would have been awesome. (laughs) Yeah. Can you imagine Tony and, and junior owning a team? That would be so cool. Tony, um, I, I wonder if that relationship with Ford is strained a little bit. I don't know. I don't know. That, that's all speculation. Um, yeah, because when he was asked about, he was asked about Ford and and whatnot in the questions, and his answer was weird. I don't remember what it was, but it was yeah. He was basically like we're, he basically said in a roundabout way, "We're, we're, under, we're fine. Well, we're under contract." Was, yeah, it was kind of like we're under contract, so that's what that's what a contract is, or something like that. And it's like. Huh. That doesn't. That's not like we love Ford and Ford loves us and everything's peachy. Yeah, and <laughs> I know he's obviously he's not his his drag team where he spends most of his time now. Right. Um, obviously, that's Dodge, but he's not driving those cars either. Right. And he doesn't he doesn't do anything for Dodge. Like he doesn't wear any Dodge logos or anything like that. And you notice Josh Berry at the press conference. He was he was in just a Stuart Haas logo shirt because he's still technically a Chevrolet driver. Right. For the rest of the year, he can't be wearing Ford. So I, yeah, it was a weird answer. I it, there's a lot of weird stuff going on. But Tony, I don't know, man. He kind of blew in and <laughs> blew some stuff up. I think it was kind of like a Tony Stewart appearance. Like, hey guys, I still run this team. Like yeah. you guys say, I'm not part of this, but I am. I'm doing my job here. You know, I'm, I'm still he's here. A little bit, yeah. He's he's always been a curmudgeon, and he's yeah. getting older. So yeah, it's all uh, right. I, I, there's nothing better than a good spicy Tony quote for the week. Oh yeah, and we, we miss I miss that. yeah I miss those yeah. man. I miss the Tony yeah. Stewart press conferences. Although when I'm a media member, I don't miss it. Oh yeah, yeah when he's chewing <laughs> people out. Nobody I would ask, there, there's nobody I would less like to ask a question than Tony Stewart. Oh, as strike a media the member. fear of God into you. Yeah. I mean, I've I've mustered up the the guts to ask Kyle Busch a question before. I, I don't think I could do it with Tony. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's about the only one that I think would would push me to the to the yep. edge. Um, oh he yeah he and he'd devastate. You know, oh, if you yeah. if you if you slipped, he'd he'd destroy you. Oh yeah, oh yeah, he would. Yeah, he, he would. broke Jeff Gluck's part right? years ago. Yeah, Just poor Jeff Gluck. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think, there was something else I wanted to hit on here, but I don't I don't remember what it was. Oh, um, do you think? Oh, uh, how about, Rod, Rodney sticking around? Is that where you were going? I think so. I mean, that's kind of been what has been said. So, I think so. I know they did make a crew chief change on the 14 car. 
um, this week as well. And, and Riley lost his crew chief in the, in the Xfinity series. So, uh, so Chase could be paired up with, with the, I can't remember his name, but the guy he, that he had success with in the Xfinity series. Mm-hmm. Um, I, what I wanted to touch on is, is Dale Jr.'s role in this whole thing, because I thought Dale Jr., some of the things he said um, along the way with this whole process and, and continues to, to say that, you know, they're, they're a building block and he's, he is excited every time somebody in his organization gets to make an announcement that they're going to the cup series, that he's not expecting people to just stick around there, that he's there to help people get, get to the big show. I, yep. I think, I think junior's role, as much as I want to see junior in the cup series, I would love to see junior motorsports own a cup team. Um, mm-hmm. Having that role where he's at in the Xfinity series is just amazing. And just to look at, I think 10 cup series drivers now, current mm-hmm. i have yep. gone through the junior motors uh, there's a lot of them yeah yeah there's a there's a ton and they're all i mean he's he's got the cup series uh a third full here almost. yeah i mean th- that's quite a success rate there and mm-hmm. and very cool to see i mean you know you know i love junior and i i love junior so much more as a post racing career than i did as a driver well he he's you know i know people want him to get into the cup series uh, but let me throw this at you. Doing what he's doing now, he is allowed to be our biggest ambassador. Yeah, and I think that is, mu- and he, and he has always been since his since his father passed away. He has been our biggest ambassador. Yep, and he plays that role better than anybody ever has. So maybe it's a good thing that he continues doing what he's doing and is doing that thing. Well, and the other thing is, is you, if we let's, let's put junior in the cup series, when you put junior in the cup series, I think you lose junior in the NBC booth too. Yes, you do. Because junior already is very uncomfortable in the NBC booth with the Xfinity series. He tends to sit out or not be in the booth, just do pit road stuff during the playoffs in the Xfinity series, because he feels it's a conflict. Yeah. And, and I don't see that being any different if he's in the cup, if he has a team in the cup series. So, um, and I would prefer, honestly, I, I prefer him in this role. I think it, yep. not, not to mention his, his pocketbook prefers it too. Cause junior's cheap. So <laughs> yeah. he doesn't want to spend the money. He's got to spend to get in the cup series. Um, so, but, uh, I, I love his role that he's playing right now. And, and it's great cause he's got this dynasty in the Xfinity series, but it's also not, I mean, last year it was pretty impressive this year. NASCAR mm-hmm. made some rule changes and junior said that affected them a lot. And it has. I mean, they've they've certainly not won a ton of races this year, but that's good. You know, we don't want them to just run away with the whole thing. Um, right. But they're still competitive, which is awesome. So, yep, absolutely. Uh, Carl Edwards was around this weekend again, James. Yes, he was. He uh, definitely may or may not be interested in maybe or not running a one-off race in the future. And if he does, he would prepare a lot um, and and go 100%. But he's not going to. Um, but he could. But he won't. But he's not you interested. Do, but he is. You do that so well. You, you do the, you do the super ball bouncing around the kitchen better than anybody I know. Oh, that it was a it was a minute and thirty clip on YouTube that I saw, and it was that's he went through every bit of that. Carl that just Carl just cannot be cannot help but be a people pleaser, right he'll, to the bitter end. He'll be back. He's gonna run a race or two. He, He's Denny gonna, said he's been in the simulator. That's I know I heard that he's racing, the, doing the sim for Chicago. He's helping out uh, twenty three eleven. Denny went to him for twenty three eleven. He is gonna get in a race. He will. He'll run an I, Xfinity race or something. I don't. Then think again, I, I yeah, I never, I would never be surprised if he didn't. You know. Yeah, same but, here. But I mean, there's been nobody that's just disappeared from the sport other than like Kale Yarborough. I mean, nobody's just disappeared from the sport like he has. His, 
his exit was so perfect. Yeah, it was. The way he did it, dude. If I mean, if if it was me, that's how I'd want to go out. I mean, especially if I got wrecked like I like he did. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's yeah. the only difference. I you you win that championship and then you just go see ya, peace. But De- Denny also said he's itch. He said I can tell he's itchy. Yeah. So maybe this I don't know. stuff gets in your blood, man. You don't get dude. It, you're not a racer if you don't if and have it Part? just disappear. Listen to all the guys who've retired. Junior wants to race again. Junior's talking about running three Xfinity races. Yeah, smoke's still hovering around. I mean, he's racing SRX and stuff, and that he, he's drag racing. He hasn't stopped. You know, Rusty Wallace are... said for years that he retired too early. Oh my gosh, Rusty. Yeah, I mean, Rusty went and freaking know. ran stadium trucks because he missed it. He raced at Daytona and testing and yeah. a bunch of. He did a bunch of crap. Yeah. Yeah. It's got to be hard, man. You can't get that feeling back. Yeah, he'll be back. He'll be back in some capacity. It's nice to see him at the track, though. It's nice to see old Carl around. Yeah, I do. I, I enjoy seeing him. You know, Carl I mean, was had... Carl was one that I love to hate at times, um, but he was really good for the sport. He really he was really to, good for the sport. He needs to do what Mark Martin didn't do, and just go win a truck championship. Yeah. go run, go run the truck series, exactly. man. Go partner up with Kyle freaking Bush, and just dominate. Yeah, but the truck series now versus what it was when Mark Martin was racing still. Yeah. That truck series is a cluster right now. It's like it'd be like running Arca. I wish I wish Mark. No offense to it. Arca, sorry. Yeah. Sorry, Charlie Crawl. No offense to Arca. <laughs> uh, uh, Frankie Munez is he's, he's he's bringing him in. Yeah, he put him in the put it in the wall though this past yeah, weekend. Yeah, he did. Oh yeah, he did. That was some cluster F racing too between a couple <laughs> of the leaders in that race. Jeez, oh man. Oh man. Uh, anyway, uh James, there's a new NASCAR game coming to uh video game consoles this year. I'm surprised you put this in the notes. Yeah, it's not the NASCAR game that everybody's waiting for. Um, <laughs> NASCAR Arcade Rush. Aren't you excited? Are you going to go out and you're going to pre-order it? Probably Buy it right not. away? No. <laughs> I've always hated these games. I mean, it's cool to see NASCAR's name on something. I don't know what you, this does for you, though. You can't do Mario Kart better than Mario Kart. Exactly. Just leave it alone. Exactly. I don't. But know, I, I didn't even research it. I just saw the name, and it's like, yeah, I'm... I won't be buying this. Sorry. I did see Eric that uh, NASCAR Heat Five yeah. just dro- just dropped DLC. Yeah, the two t- t- 2022 update. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. I'm and like, it doesn't huh. even work right. <laughs> of course it doesn't. There's nobody else left to work on. You it. can't even race a season. You can only race individual races or online with it. Oh my god, it's a mess. And it's ten bucks. Yeah, they're still trying to get money out of NASCAR Heat Five. Unbelievable. Yeah, I would have. I w- if if I could run a seat, that's the the freaking the switch game that they have, which is basically this update. Also, you can't run a season. You ha- you can only run career. You can't Ugh. just run a full season. That's stupid. Yeah, it's really dumb. You've got the means. Do it right. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, I mean, at least NASCAR has a game from this company. It might be terrible, but they have one. IndyCar, they went and freaking pulled off of iRacing to have no game. Yeah, so, that was really dumb. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I just can't wait for this company to just go under so we can sell the license to somebody who will do something with it. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, of course, EA now owns the Formula One license, so they'll oh, ruin that. that and that game's a f***ing <laughs> <laughs> oh, Damn it, now i got to bleep. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Wow, all right. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be funny, though. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's all good. 
It's all good. I don't have the number right next to me like I used to because it's on the screen on this recorder off to the side. So inside baseball, I actually have to find it in the in the notes. So let's move on to the next topic before James cusses again. Yeah. Uh, Joe Gibbs Racing or Joe Gibbs sells minority interest in Joe Gibbs Racing. Um, I do you think this is this a big deal? Is this a big story? Yes. I Why? Think so. Why is it a big story? I think it's going to become pretty common. I think this is going to be okay. So you're this isn't a big story for yeah. Gibbs. It's a big story for the industry. Yeah, I think this is an industry story. Gotcha. Okay. Um, but well, I mean, we I already also, did it though because Roush Fenway. I mean, yeah, but this seems like it's a little different. Okay. Because uh, um, Roush kind of is always, I don't know. Roush is always going to be Roush, but this seems to me like we want we need money. Kind of not that they need it in the sense that we need money to. to you don't make think our this is a fancy. PR play for the commanders versus? It's a. It might be a little bit of both, but this is a succession plan for Joe Gibbs Racing. Okay. Um, I think I messaged you. I you know yeah. if if JD and uh, Coy were still alive, I don't know if this is done in this specific way, but this this seems like a this seems like a a big partner coming in to help you know, with the future of the team, because somebody's going to have to be, I mean, they're going to have to hire executives to run this team. It's, it's Joe Gibbs isn't going to be around forever. Right. And who's that next face going to be? And I, I'm pretty sure it's Dave Alpern. He's going to be the face you see, but um, it's always going to be Joe Gibbs racing. There's just not going to be a, not going to be a front facing Gibbs in the, in the front office. Right. Until, you know, until Ty retires in 30 years. Right. You know, he's so young. Yeah. Ty's not interested in running the business. No, he's not ready to do something like that. At his exactly. Age. Like he's, he's racing right now. It would so. have been like Dale Jr. Taking over DEI. I mean, exactly. It's not the as much as that's what he wanted to do that, that he wasn't ready for that either. No, no. Nope. Um, for anybody who missed it, I, I think the news was out there pretty good, but, uh, Joe Gibbs Racing, or Joe Gibbs, and uh, who obviously is the former um, coach of the Washington Commanders, we'll call him. Hall of Fame coach. Yes, one of the Hall greats. of Fame coach. Uh, yep. And Josh Harris, uh, the prospective new owner of the Commanders, uh, bought into the team. So, yep. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I haven't done a whole lot of looking into this. I, to me, it's kind of just one of those business things. I don't really yeah. get too interested in the business side of things. Um, I know that, that, Kelly Earnhardt is doing the podcast on uh, Dirty Mo uh, with some of the business stuff and some of that's been interesting. But even that, I haven't paid real close attention to because it's yeah. just it's just not my area of interest. I like the competition yeah. side more than the business side. See, I I do enjoy some of the business yeah. um, because I I think these these rich owners that come in they they are doing things on a on a level I can't comprehend. Right. Um, but they're they're making plays to basically increase increase their portfolios and not have to pay taxes on, <laughs> you know right. on certain like you know they're going to be take you know he's buying the commanders but oh he took a he took a loss here on the cup on the cup spending you know it, right, it's a, exactly there's it, chicanery going hey, if on it, if it benefits nascar in the long run i guess we're all good for it right yeah and, i mean it's and the I same think, thing as it's the same thing as corporate sponsorships and stuff i mean it used to be used to be you know tide would put us put a decal on a race car because you'd see that's that right. decal and buy tide at the grocery store yep, but now Cess right. cessna puts their decal on the side of a race car not because you're going to go buy a cessna plane but because cessna is going to take their executives their people they're trying to wine and dine to a racetrack and have them sit on the pit box and enjoy exactly. a NASCAR race so yeah it's uh yeah it's a different world now than it used to be yeah. 
And I, I could see, I mean, we saw this with F1 this week as well. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Reynolds and his group, they yeah. bought into Al- Alpine Racing. Yeah. Um, he didn't get Tony the hockey Stewart. team, so he's buying an F1 yeah. instead, huh? So, yeah, and so Tony Stewart was asked about it, and he didn't say no, it wouldn't ever happen. Like, that, I could see that team needing an influx of something, even though Gene Haas seems to have all the money in the world. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's, it, it's, I think this is just, it's kind of like TV streaming. Um the business model is changing across yeah, everything. You know, everything's changing. Which we've seen in other motorsports. I mean, IndyCar and, and Formula One have been like this for a long time. Yeah. You know, so yeah. And racing, racing will be racing. It's just the behind the scenes is is looking a little different. So uh, one thing I didn't put in the notes, but I saw mentioned this week is that uh, Andretti's sniffing around potentially becoming a again, NASCAR yeah, team owner. yeah, yeah, because F one, yeah, F one's not going super well for him right now. He keeps right. getting push pushback. So. <laughs> yeah. um, yeah, if I was F one, I wouldn't give anybody a team right now. I'd no. uh, I'd keep it exclusive as much as I, as much as I could. But anyway, yeah, I mean, you, they they don't need more back markers. That's right. You know, so it's, it's not, not adding it's not adding to the Netflix show. Yeah, it won't it won't do them any good. I think I think honestly, any more teams that you add to F one just dilutes what you have. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's if you look at the Cup series, I mean. Do you notice that there's only 40 cars on the track versus 43 or 36 cars on the track versus 43? I mean, I don't. No. It's it's made the racing better. You don't have the field fillers and stuff, so I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, 36 has been a good number. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's there's something about watching 43 cars going to turn 1 when you're at the track, but Yep. Then you watch them pull but off. They don't hear that they hear the flat engines uh in the back of the field. Right. Right. <laughs> Speaking yeah. of engines, how about the difference in the, the audio with Junior standing on pit road, Junior and Burton standing on pit road, oh, yeah. the Xfinity race and the cup race? Those cup cars yeah. are loud, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, they got a pitch to them. You hate that sound. I know. I don't love the sound still, but... <laughs> you um, haven't heard it in person yet, though, have you? Well, wait till they put the mufflers on them this week. Yeah. I know I haven't, I haven't heard it in person, but yeah. I mean, I've, I, I've heard it in person and it sounds pretty good. It sounds good. Darlington I sounded you, really, really good. I tell you what sounded good was that freaking... Garage fifty six. Yeah, that's true. Entry. That did that sound really good. Awesome. Yeah, oh. thousand horsepower always sounds better than six hundred. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> that thing was screaming. <clears throat> yeah, uh, yeah. So you transitioned us, James. We're going. We're going to Chicago street racing this weekend. Uh, if if there weren't enough obstacles already, with people upset about road closures and not there was, I saw a thing on TikTok about some columnist that was that obviously has never heard of NASCAR and understands how a race works that was upset because you couldn't go watch the race for free. Um, <laughs> and uh, all that, but now there's smoke from Canada rolling in and the air quality is terrible in Chicago right now too. Hopefully that clears up before, before Saturday and Sunday. It's terrible here. It's really bad. It smells like campfire outside right now here yes. in Michigan. So, yep, it's bad. Uh, but I would, I would argue whether it's a positive or a negative, probably the most highly anticipated race or second to North Wilkesboro this season. Uh, wouldn't you say Chicago street? I, yeah, I think so. Um, yep. It's going to be a show. I know your thoughts on it. Um, here's my Uh, prediction, James. I think I, I think I said it two weeks ago, but my prediction is that NASCAR is going to do what NASCAR does. They're going to come in here. They're going to look silly in practice. We're going to put a bunch of cars in the wall. Um, we're going to do. Eldora on dirt all, all over again. Um, we're going to do the Roval at Charlotte all over again. You're going to come in and they're going to look silly. And then they're going to get out there on Sunday and they're going to drive like professionals. We're going to see a an acceptable race. 
I think it's going to bring a bunch of money into Chicago. I think that the people that want money are going to have thicker pockets than when they started this weekend. And everybody's going to go, this is great. We love NASCAR and it'll act. It'll be like nothing ever happened. That's my prediction. It'll all be a big to do over nothing. <laughs> now I'm not saying the racing's going to be good, uh, but I'm saying in the end, it will be deemed a success. Yeah. And we'll be back um, next year. That's my prediction. I, I know I you hope, disagree with me. I hope you're right that it's a success. I don't think it. I don't think it is going to be. I don't know. We're not coming in there with warm I'll open arms. But I guess we didn't do that with the Coliseum either. So yeah. I'm excited about this, James. I really am. I am looking forward to watching it this weekend. I'm looking forward to seeing what we we've talked about. We've discussed a street course for years. We've discussed yes. it. And I'm really yes. curious to see how it works. And well, I'm, I'm watching the iRacing race right now as, as we're talking. <laughs> nice. It's in the cor- I have it in the corner. Bobby Zelinski just won. So uh, nice. Ah, oh, spoiler, yeah. man. Now I can't watch it. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, well, I mean, <laughs> um, he got the lead. And that was it. <laughs> you know, the other thing that I think is kind of cool about it is we're going to get to see both sides of the coin um, because we're going to get to see the Xfinity cars the day before. So we're going to see what the old car would have raced like, and we're going to see what the new car will race like, and we'll see whether the next gen car is an improvement to what we could see on a street course versus a negative. Um, so that's cool too. Um, I, you know, I think it's going to expose racing to different people. I realize the ticket's expensive, but really if you break down what you're getting for the ticket, it's not terrible. If you're, if you're going for the concerts and the show and all that stuff, it's a whole weekend ticket. So it's not terrible. Um, and it's in freaking Chicago. Like you expect it to be 10 bucks to go to a race in Chicago. Come on. No. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. And I mean, if you like, I mean, shoot, chain smokers are performing their huge draw, uh, maybe six years ago, but I think they're still big now. Right. Aren't they? I mean, they're kind of big. They're yeah. the ones that did that selfie song. Weren't they? I think I, I don't know. I think I like the chain smokers. I'm pretty I sure used I to like them. their songs. So yeah. Yeah. I, think um, a few of their songs. I don't, I don't quite understand the, the EDM slash stuff. Like I don't. I don't really understand how much of it is them just playing a record and how much of them it is them actually performing. So I don't know, but <laughs> right. Anyway, <laughs> it sounds cool on the radio. I don't know that I'd go to one of their shows, but Hey, if I had a ticket yeah. to a NASCAR race and they happen to be performing, I'd check it out. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm optimistic, James. I'm optimistic. I, I just, I like new things. So I'm excited to see something new. It's definitely going to be that I, I stand firm that I think this is a one and done, but I mean, don't get me I wrong. I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. I don't ever want to see NASCAR not succeed. Um, I really am not one of those fans. But if this did fail and they decided to go back to Chicagoland Speedway, that would be the only excitement that I would get out of them failing. Yep. If we could go back to Chicagoland. Because as a fan, I I will watch street racing on TV. I will watch any kind of street, race, street races on TV. Yep. But I've gone to one, and it's just not my thing to go to because I want to see the whole track. So I'm never going to go to this race, ever. Yeah. Um, but to if, but I would go to Chicago land in a heartbeat. I would be right, right back there. So, yep. Yeah. I'm, know. I'm, uh, I'm hopeful that, uh, I'm hopeful that this is going to be a decent day. I, I, I just, <laughs> I, I'm like, I'm hesitant to even go there. I, I, I do want it to succeed. Don't get me wrong, but I'm, I'm struggling with it. <laughs> I think if it becomes, if it becomes a, cluster per se as far as the racing aspect of it i think it's going to be that it's single file the whole way and nobody passes it's not going to well, be I a think, wreck fest yeah not in the cup series the xfinity yeah. series i expect to tear some cars up 
But yeah. the truck series or the cup series, out of, I don't think they, those guys are professionals. They, unless the track comes apart, they usually are pretty good at not tearing a bunch of stuff up. Yeah. Usually. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, they'll be professionals. Um, I just hope we don't have a situation where we're not professionals. But I think I think they will. But they'll be just they'll be just fine. Yeah. I think the sight lines and stuff, the the camera angles and footage. I mean, NDC is going to do a terrific job with this. It's going to be really cool. It's going to look cool. Yeah. I mean, nothing... Mike Bagley's on the call. Yeah, yeah, we got the we have the uh, the radio style broadcast for uh, NBC this weekend. Man, how nice was it to have NBC back? It was great. Oh my god, good stuff. Oh my god, yeah, that was my uh, that was my shout out. Yeah, mine NBC. too. Mine too. So good. Anyways, yeah. we'll go get that out of the yeah, way. Yeah, same here. And and NBC is just going in all in on Dale Jr., which they need to do. I mean they 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 had on their uh, on their social media they had on YouTube they had the the Dale Jr. vlog where he vlogged his day at. Nashville, and then they had the junior cam for the race broadcast. I mean, they're they're going all in on junior, which is that's that's the right thing to do. Yes, exactly. Everybody loves junior. Yeah. Um. So Chicago, we could make our picks, and uh, just coming off of last weekend's picks, James, oh I just God. wanted to remind you, um, that I beat you finally. <laughs> um, yes. Significantly, the, big, the biggest win of the season. Yeah, forty-five points because uh, you had Blaney with one point, and I had. Byron I forgot with I had him. To be honest with you, I forgot um, who you had too. And I, I looked at the, I looked at the uh, the spreadsheet that we have, and I just laughed. I'm like, well, it finally happened it to me. Finally happened. Holy crap! So I am struggling this week because I. So when I, as I said before, I went through the rest of the regular season and kind of picked who I was putting where. And mm-hmm. I, I left this one till last because I didn't want to waste somebody here because we don't know what we're going to get. Right. So right now I have a road course guy in my spot. It's not the best road course guy in, in AJ Allmendinger because I've already picked him. But mm-hmm. I have a road course guy here. But then William Byron was on Denny's podcast and talked about how the fastest guy in testing on the sim was Ty Gibbs. And I'm like, man, is Ty the guy to pick here? Oh, he's a road course guy, but you're going to pick AJ because you have him more than likely. So I'm going to go with my original pick and I'm taking Michael McDowell as my, Oh, that's a good pick. Good. pick. He's going to get a top 10, right? I mean, yep. You would think so. That's my pick. Michael McDowell. Well, I was, um, (laughs) I was trying to, I was, (laughs) I was trying to think of what to do here too. It's um, so tough. I, I honestly I was just going to take whatever I had left and just throw a dart at the board. But I had I had two road course guys left over. I had Briscoe and, and McDonald. Yeah, I um. So I wanted to go with AJ as well. But I think the smart play for me, because I don't have to rush my AJ pick. Yeah. Um. When I'm going up against You're you, save I, him for save, Indy. I think I'm going to save him for Indy. Yeah, that's a good choice. Um, I, I think I'm going to do something a little bit crazy here. Um, and I'm actually going way off the board so far off the board that this driver's not even on our list. Oh man. I'm going to go with Jensen button. Nice. Wow. Yep. He I mean, just had a, he just had a whole bunch of seat time on a road course <laughs> in a, in a car. I'm going to, I'm going to go way off the board here uh, and go Jensen button. Nice. So we're going to have to, we're going to have to add him to the, 
<laughs> Add them to the spreadsheet. I like that though. That's that's good. I like it especially because you're probably gonna lose points to me again this week. So I'm excited. Probably, yeah. <laughs> Who's probably. even driving? Which which is he driving the? He's driving Wick, Rick Wears oh, okay. uh, 15. Car. Yeah, so you'll yeah. definitely lose points. <laughs> yeah. The only yeah the thing I was thinking was like Joey Logano's probably gonna show up and win. Yeah. Because um, he always wins at the new place. I could have used him. I've got AJ. I've got Elmeroa. I've got a few guys I can I can pick from. Suarez is on my list. Yeah. Um, but yeah, give me Jensen Button. I'm gonna take a flyer here. Um, hopefully, I don't end up with one point again. But I could, I could. I still have Ross Chastain. Yes, you do. I've not picked Ross Chastain yet, but I haven't penciled in. Not telling you where. I haven't penciled <laughs> in. <laughs> That's good. That's good. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we've got uh, we've got a handful of drivers to use uh, to use here for the rest of the season. But yeah. Um, I'm gonna. I was. I was leaning on seat time. Jensen Button had a lot of seat time. Maybe. Maybe something happens here. Yeah, I Chase, like that. Chase Briscoe would have been a, probably a good pick too. Nah, he just no. They're just. I can't pick him right now. I. I, I have. I like. I said. I. I. I take that back. I do have him picked uh, for a race this year. Yeah. Um. But. I, I got 41 points out of my Chase Briscoe use, so I'm. I'm happy with that. Yeah. At this point. Yeah, I have him penciled in somewhere, but. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if that's even going to stick. We'll see. Yep. Yep. Um, all right. So there you go. Uh, fantasy update. I want you to talk about fantasy this week, James. Eric, you had a great week. <laughs> uh, you won at Nashville. I had Is that your third, third win of the year. I believe so. I had f- my five drivers were in the top six. <laughs> you can't do much better than that. <laughs> it was beautiful. <laughs> yep. Uh, so yeah, KB show with a big win. Um, team Justin second tandem. Tandem Draftona was third, and I was fourth. I am perpetually stuck in fourth and fifth. Like, you know how you go from first to eighth? Yeah. I am always fourth and fifth every week. It yeah. never fails. It never fails. Uh, overall standings. So with your with your win, Eric, you move into seventh spot. Um, you're one spot behind Ranger, who's in sixth. Green Eggs and Hamlin, fifth. Mickey Elliott, fourth. I bumped up into third. Tandem Draftona is second, and Baron Speedway, obviously, is in the lead. I don't have to say that. Is he sliding? No, because he hasn't been up front last um, few weeks. You know what? I will double check that. I'm going to see if I can. I feel like he's going backwards him. a little bit. He's still, I think he's still top 100. Well, I mean, he's still, yeah, I mean, he had a hell of a lead, so. Yeah, I think he's still top 100. He's got 34 yet, so hold on. I'm going to see if I can find him. I'll let you know. Okay. Oh, where is he? If he's not, he's right outside. Uh, he is not in the top 100. Dang. He's very close, though. He's, like, right there. I would say he's probably... Yeah, he's probably somewhere in, like, the 110s to 120s. Hmm. But, yeah, his... um. Let me see. I was going to look... I got to look at his total again. 3426. Yeah. So he's just out. We got beat. Got beat. <laughs> wow. There we go. I love that. I love that sound. Um, I, We had all the Tony Stewart spicy quotes, but I didn't put this one in there. I'm going to bust his ass. So I'll just do that for good measure. <laughs> uh, Thank you, Tony. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, right. <laughs> good stuff. Good stuff. All right. Uh, you already did your shout out in Black Flag, right? Or did you not? You didn't do uh, Black Flag yet. The only thing I didn't do was my Black Flag. Yeah, and I, go I got to give, give it to my I got to give it to my guy. Bob Pockris. Oh, ooh, why? What well, Bob he, do? he he did his uh, best. He ranked the top. Oh, yeah. He, 
he ranked the 25 uh, new entries into the top 75 in the off week, um, forgetting that Mark Martin was on the original 50 <laughs> and uh, swapped him out for Sterling Marlin. Uh, so there was a typo in it. I think it was still there last I checked. So I don't think he's going back to fix it. <laughs> Come on, Bob. Get your crap together, dude. Oh, I think he saw Marlin and thought Martin. Who knows? He was excited because there were lights at Nashville this week. So He was on vacation, so I guess I'll give him a little break. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah lights lights at nashville so uh so we had the 7 30 p.m or 7 p.m start uh nashville for the for the cup series um which really was a 6 p.m start local because uh it's nashville um but we're doing it again in two weeks at atlanta which i'll be there james just for the record you will i'll be at atlanta motor speedway for that one um so yeah the rumor is it's a little test to see uh these these night races uh sunday night races nbc wants nascar to be a sunday night primetime event uh going forward in the new contract so um kind of testing out to see how it does i didn't look at the ratings i think nashville did good didn't they oh yeah i just saw them yeah they had uh over three million viewers yeah. it was up up one percent from last year yeah so sell out in the grandstands again how many sell grandstand sellouts do we have this year so far it's been pretty good yeah, it's a good one yep Really good. Yep. Really good to see. Um, and that's one thing I wanted to mention, too. You know, we talked about that this track was a placeholder for the fairgrounds, uh, which fairgrounds, again, continues to look like it's going to happen. But there's there's just that little bit of resistance that's slowing it down. Um, well, a lot of resistance, but the, the main resistance is slowing it down. But, uh, you know, we sit here and talk about can we have two races in the same town? And it's really easy to forget that, you know, Nashville Super Speedway really is 45 minutes outside of Nashville. It's not anywhere near nashville fairgrounds um if you look at some of the other tracks in you know the north carolina area and stuff those tracks are an hour apart and we are all right having multiple races there i think nashville's a big enough market and a big enough race town i mean nashville's such a natural fit for nascar that i think they could certainly support two races there on different tracks don't you yeah i think they would they would be okay and then bristol would have one date yeah um Bristol would just be the night race. Yeah. Which, uh, I'd really like to see SMI find a way to put a date back at Kentucky too, especially with this car. Cause the Xfinity series ran good at Kentucky. The truck series ran good in t- at Kentucky, but the cup series was terrible with this car. The way it's racing a mile and a half tracks. I'd love to give Kentucky another shot. Yeah. Kentucky and Chicago land. <laughs> yeah. I mean, definitely Funny enough. Definitely. Funny enough. I'm, I'm, you know, obviously a little biased there, but I, I honestly, I see the potential for Kentucky before I see the potential for Chicagoland just because right. Chicagoland just that, that property is so valuable. You know, they're going to sell it if they can. Oh yeah. Yep. Um, as soon as no if, if this, this, this weekend is a test James, and if this is a success and they see a long-term future here, they're going to bulldoze that Chicagoland speedway. Yeah. They There's will. no yep. reason to keep it in the portfolio. If this race is successful, that's right. Yep. But we'll see. We'll see. Uh, James, where can people hit you up on social media this week if they want to chat with you about the street race? At James Cush on Twitter. You can find me at T Super Speedway on Twitter. You can find the podcast on Facebook at facebook.com slash the super speedway. Our website address is thesuperspeedway.com. Uh, you can find the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, and Anchor. Subscribe wherever you heard us this week uh, for new episodes each week. Uh, and if you go to anchor.fm slash the super speedway, you can leave us an audio message and we might just play it on the show. Uh, it's been a long time coming, several years in the making, many years in the making. We are finally going street racing the NASCAR Cup Series and Xfinity Series this weekend uh, at Chicago on the streets. 
I'll be back next week to break it all down and preview the upcoming weekend at Atlanta Motor Speedway. Until then, everybody, let's go racing. (laughs) 